Welcome back to my Bible study podcast, From Hevel to Eternity. I'm Brian, and today we are continuing our walk through the Minor Prophets. Last episode, we started the book of Zechariah. This book takes place just after the Israelites returned to Jerusalem following their exile in Babylon. It takes place along the same timeline as Haggai, the previous Minor Prophet book. In its text, Zechariah proclaims a message of judgment primarily on the enemies of Israel, but it ties this with a message of hope, encouragement, and future restoration for God's people through the Messianic king from the line of David. Zechariah is one of the longer minor prophets, and so we're going to be breaking it into around six different short episodes. The first episode was an overview episode. If you haven't listened to that, I highly recommend you do. Over these next three episodes, we'll be covering some of the high-level themes of the book. Those themes include a judgment on the people, a call toward the people, an encouragement to the people, restoration for the people, and the coming Messiah of the people. Today we're going to explore the first two of those themes, God's judgment on the people and God's call toward his people as it is laid out in the book of Zechariah. I pray as we go forward that this short episode will be able to help us see both of these themes and that both of these themes end up pointing forward to Jesus as our one true Savior. So the first theme is judgment on the people. This includes judgment for both Israelites and the nations throughout the book, but it really focuses on judgment towards the other nations. Remember, this book is going to provide hope and encouragement to the Israelites, a people who have and who are going through perseverance during a tough time. Part of that hope is that God will punish his people's enemies. I am very angry with the nations that are at ease, for I was but a little displeased, but they added to the calamity. Zechariah chapter 1 verse 15 For behold, I will shake my hand over them, and they will be a spoil to those who served them, and you will know that Yahweh of armies has sent me. Zechariah chapter 2 verse 9 The behavior of the nations, it's what spurred action from the Lord. Zechariah 2.13 says, Be silent all flesh before Yahweh, for he has roused himself from his holy habitation. And then Zechariah chapter 5 verses 3 and 4 say, Then he said to me, This is the curse that goes out over the surface of the whole land. For everyone who steals shall be cut off according to it on the one side, and everyone who swears falsely shall be cut off according to the other side. I will cause it to go out, says Yahweh of armies, and it will enter into the house of the thief and into the house of him who swears falsely by my name, and it will remain in the midst of his house and will destroy it with its timber and its stones. Zechariah 9.4 says, Behold, the Lord will dispossess her, and he will strike her power in the sea, and she will be devoured with fire. And then Zechariah 12.9 says, It will happen in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. The book, though, it's not just a warning of future judgment on the nations. It is also a reminder of past judgments against the nation of Israel and the other nations. Zechariah 7 
verses 11 and 12, for instance, say, But they refused to listen, and turned their backs, and stopped their ears, that they might not hear. Yes, they made their hearts as hard as flint, lest they might hear the law and the words which Yahweh of armies had sent by his spirit by the former prophets. Therefore great wrath came from Yahweh of armies. And then on a future day, the false shepherds and the false teachers and the people who lie and who lead others astray, they will face their own judgment. Zechariah 10 verses 2 in the beginning of verse 3 say, For the teraphim have spoken vanity, and the diviners have seen a lie, and they have told false dreams. They comfort in vain, therefore they go their way like sheep. They are oppressed because there is no shepherd. My anger is kindled against the shepherds. Barry Webb declares that the arrival of the Messiah will be the time for false shepherds to be judged for the dispersed flock to be regathered, and for the new Israel to be created. This will be the plague with which Yahweh will strike all the peoples who have warred against Jerusalem. Their flesh will consume away while they stand on their feet, and their eyes will consume away in their sockets, and their tongue will consume away in their mouth. Zechariah chapter 14, verse 12. So Zechariah describes both short-term and long-term battles brought about by the Lord. Here in Zechariah 14, 12, we get a long-term prophecy of judgment against the nations. There is some connection that can be made here between Zechariah 14 and Psalm 110. Michael Radelnik concludes that chapter 14 relies on Psalm 110. Per Radelnik, both passages depict a descent from heaven and a deliverer coming to the battle accompanied by a holy army. Psalm 110 verses 5 and 6, for instance, they graphically portray the king destroying the rebellious nations, crushing them, and heaping up corpses. And in Zechariah 14, 12 through 14, they graphically display the plague and the panic that will seize enemy armies in their defeat. By the way, Rodelnik's book is titled Messianic Hope. In Is the Hebrew Bible Really Messianic? Overall, Zechariah chapter 14 highlights a final climactic battle, with God descending in glorious victory and evil being thrown down for good. Because of all the hope, salvation, and messianic verses, it often gets overshadowed, but don't miss the theme of judgment on the nations found within this book. It's so big that Richard Belcher declares the primary theme of the book to be that God is going to preserve his remnant from the world powers which threaten its destruction. Look, it's not just that God will bring wrath on the other nations. All of these judgments are not aimed at only destroying the enemies of Israel. They are aimed at providing deliverance to the nation of Israel, and then through them, providing deliverance to all the other nations of the world. As we work further into the themes of the book, we will see that the book of Zechariah connects this deliverance to a very specific deliverer, the Messiah from the line of David, Jesus the Christ.
the second theme of the book is the call directed at the people by God. It is a call for all people to repent and to return to the Lord. Zechariah 1.3 says, Therefore tell them, thus says Yahweh of armies, Return to me, says Yahweh of armies, and I will return to you, says Yahweh of armies. Makomsky notes that one thing stood between them and destruction, a willingness to turn from the ways that had brought their fathers into exile and turn to a gracious God. Jesus echoes this in Luke chapter 13 verse 5 when he says, Unless you repent, you will all perish in the same way. Chrysostom, noting that repentance is rewarded by God, declares that indeed God is good to everyone, but he shows his patient endurance, especially to those who sin. We see here and throughout the entire Bible that the reward for turning to God is God. Sometimes we prioritize other rewards, like if I believe in Jesus, then my gift will be a blessed life, or success, or happiness, or heaven. And while believers do receive blessings and heaven, the number one gift believers receive is God. We receive God the Spirit, and at the center of New Jerusalem, where all the worship is being directed, is going to be Jesus himself. And while repentance requires turning away from something and then toward God, it also means turning your heart toward desiring obedience to God's word as well. Zechariah 6.15 says, Those who are far off shall come and build in the temple of Yahweh, and you shall know that Yahweh of armies has sent me to you. This will happen if you will diligently obey the voice of Yahweh your God. It's about submission to God, shamaing his voice, and then experiencing life transformation. Barry Webb states that it is impossible to be in a relationship with God unless we are prepared to be ruled by him. Then the book continues not just by calling for repentance and obedience, but with direction on what living obediently might look like. Thus has Yahweh of armies spoken, saying, Execute true judgment, and show kindness and compassion every man to his brother. Don't oppress the widow, nor the fatherless, the foreigner, nor the poor, and let none of you devise evil against his brother in your heart. Zechariah chapter 7, verses 9 and 10. These are the things that you shall do. Speak every man the truth with his neighbor. Execute the judgment of truth and peace in your gates, and let none of you devise evil in your hearts against his neighbor, and love no false oath. For all these are things that I hate, says Yahweh. Zechariah chapter 8, verses 16 and 17. And then the second part of Zechariah chapter 8, verse 19 says, Therefore love truth and peace. These are calls toward the people of Israel at that time, but they're also a call to all of God's people across all of time. Compassion, humility, justice, peace, helping the less fortunate, looking out for groups that might fall through the cracks of society. We hear a lot of these echoed in the same type statements by Jesus throughout the New Testament. In the end, you can circle them back to Matthew chapter 22, when a Pharisee asked Jesus what was the greatest commandment, and Jesus replied, starting in verse 37, 
You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. The second likewise is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. Thanks for listening. See, I told y'all today's episode was going to be super short. Unless otherwise noted, all Bible verses were from the World English Bible Translation, which is in the public domain. Today we covered two of the five themes that I want to explore from the book of Zechariah. Judgment on the people, and a call to repent that goes out to the people. The two episodes next week will cover the final three themes, encouragement and hope to the people, restoration for the people, and the coming Messiah of the people. Until next time, I love y'all.